This show is brought to you by... Duxio's Old Navy Productions. Hello friends and welcome to the very first time where you meet the players and get thrust into the world and the campaign. This episode is steeped in characters, equipment, and lore, so what do you say we get into it? Take it away, me! Hello and welcome to the first At The Table episode of Team Clock, A Natural One D&D Adventure. I am DM Mike, joined at the table... Uh, with my friends, my players, my brothers, uh, starting to my wa- right, the white, my white. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be anyway at this table. I mean, I mean, kind of portions, technically portions, portions. Yeah, nobody uh, knows that. Nobody can see you. So start, you might be white. True. Starting at my right, we have Wes. If you want to go and introduce yourself, <laughs> yeah. What's up, um, Wes? Uh, my character is Zozo. your name is Wesley. 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 Oh, I say it. Wes, where would people know you from? People might know me from the times I guest starred on the Twisted Cape podcast. Sure, sure. But also, maybe also from uh, Console Gaming Crew, Philly Grit, um, streaming, you know, stuff like that. Cool. Uh, we'll get into your character in just a moment. Also. Sure. Directly a podcast, especially when that one guy uh, oh, that bald sits in. On. Yeah, he sounds delicious. Down he sounds delicious. delicious. Speaking of, of that, it's directly delicious. across from me, there's a very delicious man uh, named Javier. I want you to go and introduce yourself, huh? You just Rum did. I, 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 I have nothing else to add. I, I am very excited to uh, be here, though, because there is no other D&D podcast out there. So. <laughs> None. Very, very excited to, uh, like to be on this podcasts, groundbreaking one more groundbreaking. We're we're the only one. We're the only one groundbreaking. Oh yeah, we're groundbreaking. Hundred percent. Yeah, and then and then to my left, uh, last but not least, or your weft, my weft, <laughs> to my weft. Uh, uh, there's gonna be a new character like that now. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> to my left, <laughs> he looks like the piss boy. Uh, <laughs> to my left, we have uh, my good friend Dan, Sir Daniel. Hi. Hello, Internet. How are you? I'm Dan. I'm Mike's friend. You just sounded like your AI. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Hello, Internet. Hello, Internet. How are we doing, my fellow adolescent youths? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I've guest spotted on Wes's podcast. Into the microphone. I've guest spotted on Wes's podcast. Port. Port. Port cash? <laughs> This is gonna kill. Oh, this is going, we got the import cast. This is gonna fucking kill. Right. But yeah, so I, I'm yeah, I'm Dan. Hi. <laughs> See, this is this is why I left it as you already introduced me. There's nothing else to add. <laughs> you know, if, the more yeah, I Dan, the more yes, I say yes, anything, the bigger hole that I'm digging. Yes, myself. it is. Yeah, this well, is, yeah. and just get used to that because I'm sure we're gonna see hear a bunch of this. See on, in here. I mean, see, we we'll see. Well, someday maybe we'll get cameras. Who and knows? Stuff. Who knows? Nobody wants to see that. I don't know. I want to see it because then, yeah, nobody wants to see. I'm it. already here and I don't want to see it. I, I mean, I'll listen to it though. <laughs> you don't have a choice. I, like, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't even want to look at you guys. That's true. Uh, okay, we, we love you too, Hav. 
So why don't we do this uh, to introduce characters here? Everybody, roll me some initiative, please. <laughs> I guess I took my. Uh, so we're gonna use our initiative. All right. So I get sixteen. Thirteen. That's a one. Wait. So uh, is the, the, the higher the initiative, that means yeah, you go you're first? first? Yeah, I rolled a one. Lie. Ah, what did you roll? I rolled a nine. Uh, plus whatever your initiative plus is. Plus whatever your initiative is. Yeah. Uh, so that means uh, Wes, you're first. Wes, why don't you go ahead and introduce everyone to Zozer? All right. So Zozer is a fire genesee. Genesee. Um, whatever. You know something? I'm not. I don't remember living uh, in the land. In, into the microphone, please. I don't remember living in the land, so I can't necessarily know if I'm the one that, you know what I mean, that is, that's saying that wrong or right. Uh, I, I'm, t- I'm telling Wesley that it's Genasi, uh, according to the Dungeons & Dragons pronunciation. I don't follow that. <laughs> Wait, there's a pronunciation? There's, there's all, dude. Who are, how dare he tell you how you pronounce your people's name? Right? How dare he? Right? <laughs> just it's not I'm like just it's not like he's the master. Of how you know, you know nothing of my fire people. <laughs> nothing. I know everything about your fire people. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you however, um, yeah. So to break them down a little bit, um, being a fire genesee, genasi, would you say genasi, genasi? Sounds like some Jersey shit. Genasi. It really sounds really like some Jersey shit. So being a fire, show genasi. me your genasi. All right. So being a fire genasi. Um, I'm a chaotic neutral type, uh, mahogany skin, beautiful mahogany skin, six foot two, two ten. All right. So like I said before, I was, I'm styling and profiling, man. Two ten, six, two, 25 years old. I got some gorgeous jet black hair with a little bit of fire highlights. Cause you know, I'm a genasi fire. And then, um, like my Please. eyes are modified to be fully black. It's not normally what is seen. You know what I'm saying? Within the, within these types, but, um, under normal circumstances, like a Genasi will be a like a wizard, warlock, something along those lines. And then I decided to make it a rogue. So he's a rogue, which is completely different. I like I'm not using like much of anything when it comes down to my fire. Right, right. But that's okay. I mean, we'll we'll work around You're still learning everything else. Well, I mean, yeah. So one of the characters that I got to meet so far within the first um, first phase of the game, uh, Red Rook. He's he's also another geniusy, and um, I'm I'm not going to stop since you make me say it this way. <laughs> I'm not making you say it. Yes, you do. I'm telling you, well, look, every time I, don't I get say- the emails, it, it, uh, actually, it's pronounced genasi. I don't need that. I don't need that. Too much a. Too much a. Genasi. Genasi. <laughs> right. Genasi. Yo, my chin doesn't stick out that far to talk like that, bro. Your no- your nose isn't up far enough. No. no. Okay. No, I still smell my shit. <laughs> And it, it, it don't smell you, like roses. You might need to see a doctor for that. Mm. All right, so you have met another of your race, which is not super common to see outside of uh, your homeland of Asagarth, yes? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Asagarth is normally where you find basically any of us. You know what I mean? Whether you're talking about, like, air, fire, water, earth, any of us, so... Meeting Red Rook is one of those things that actually was fantastic for Zozor because he he knows next to nothing about his past. Well, sorry, he knows that. Sorry, that's somebody else's. That's somebody thing. else. That's somebody else's thing. Stepping knows, on no toes. He knows next no, to nothing about attention. his people, about his culture. He was brought right. up outside of it. I mean, he was brought up in. I mean, in different in in the different areas where you don't have many 
I mean, Janassi people. So, yeah, meeting up with Red Rook worked out really well. It helped evolve some of his uh, fire abilities, which I still don't use, but, yeah. You you did for a little bit, and then you kind of got away from it. We're I, kind of in a situation, though. I'm on a though. boat. I'm on, I'm on a boat! <laughs> <laughs> Can we not get dick mud on the first episode? Can you get that? I mean, technically, yeah, but I mean, you have to use a little more than what we just did. It was more of a quote than a... Uh... An, an excerpt of Anyway. Uh, cool. So, why don't you tell us about some of uh, your special equipment? So, I love my equipment. My equipment's fucking awesome. It does some work. I know it you do. It does do some work. I know you do, huh? So, um, I mainly run with hand crossbows because apparently that's a thing. And yep. I like that it's a thing because I can dual wield them bitches. So one of the weapons that I have that I do thoroughly enjoy is called Big Time. It is it is a hand crossbow that it uses the range and damage of a normal crossbow. So instead of it being a 1d6 plus 2, it is a 1d10. Right. And the range is like three times better. Right. So, like, I mean, that's a fantastic weapon. Dark Star is my other hand crossbow, the one that I uh, I keep in the left, you know. Offhand. Yes. And the best thing about that one is that it's necrotic damage. The Stranger. <clears throat> mm. I mean. You do what you got to do. Right? Um, but, so, yeah, that, I mean, look, that one is, uh, yeah, that one, so that one's going to be, uh, yeah, I got 1d6 plus 2 damage on that. But, like, cool. dude, the hand crossbows are just a lot of fun to me just because I can dual wield them. I mean, I think it's very interesting to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Like, you can just, like, wreck shit from, from afar. I Yeah, and, like, I can multi. You know what I mean? I can, yeah. so, I, I mean, so instead of, like, with you guys, because both of you guys, you guys have regular um, bows, right? Just regular, just standard I, bows? I have a long bow. Okay. Short bow. Okay, sorry. I, I, I couldn't remember long or short. Huh. Go figure. <laughs> um, it's always short. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, he, he, uh, I can't speak for him. I mean, I got my long bow. Oh, 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 excuse me. Long. But, um, yeah, so instead of with a long bow or a show bow where you have the, uh. Show bow? Show bow? Show bow? Show bow. We got to move this along, otherwise it's never going to finish. No, it's not. <laughs> um. Don't yeah, worry. so instead of those, I, I, I can go ahead and just. My oh, yeah, you're going to be next to no time. Yeah. But, um, I also have a, I'm also a dagger enthusiast. So I have a dagger called Loyalty. One of the best things about this one is that within 10 feet of an en- if, if another enemy is within 10 feet of an ally, I get I get uh, an extra D4. Let's back it up. If you are within 10 feet of an ally as you attack an enemy. And this is why he's the DM. <laughs> also, I created the damn thing. So, I mean, it's, you know. Uh, so then Proud you get, you. then you get, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, then you get the extra damage. Yeah. And... We had a point to where it was a team of when we were a team of four that we had. It, it's you're talking about eight eight d four dice, right? That get rolled at once. Like it is, it is such a fantastic sound. It's That's chaos, a lot of and dice. it is so great. And then, other than that, I have my other my other weapon, which is uh, a it's longsword, I believe, isn't it? Something, yeah, longsword. Uh, it's called Requiem, and this bad boy. Does some D10 damage, and I certainly ain't mad at that. Everything with this thing is plus seven. Where, uh, where, where, where do you keep all those weapons? It's a lot of weapons to be walking around with. On this person. You forget, I am the one with the bag of holding. Yep, we'll talk about that in a minute. We should. Um, 
anything else you want everyone to know about Zozer and uh, his his journey so far? Um, yeah, so I have a adorable little cat with me. Yeah, his name is Cinder, and basically he's like Battle Cat from uh, He-Man Masters of the Universe and all that shit. So, yeah, he's pretty badass. He's got the, uh, not only does he have a skippity-pat, which is just fun to say, because we all love that skip, word. Skip, skip, skippity-pat. But he also has, because he is works with me with the fire and everything else, he has spicy skippity-pat. Add that fire damage, baby. Right. But yeah, man, that's all I got. So I'm going to stop talking and stop rambling. Cool. Uh, thank you, Wes, for telling us all about Zozer. Now, due to our initiative, uh, we are going to go to Sir Daniel and learn about Tristan Hawkwood. Yes. So Tristan Hawkwood is a ranger. Uh, unbeknownst to him, he's half-elf, uh, but hasn't figured it out yet. So, I have a question. Pointy ears and give it away? I was no, about to ask he, if he has oh, He's going to have some fun with that coming up. He doesn't have pointy ears. He has very, very light eyes. Like, did, like, like Really, Mike? Really? I mean, I gave you like, specific. Was right, like, what up, what up. No, 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 no. Hang on. Hang on. I have a question. So were his ears cropped like a dog's? You know what I mean? Like when he was born and that's why his ears Appar- are. Apparently it's yet to be determined. We will, we, will, we will get there and we will deal with it and it will be fun for me. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Um, so uh, he's basically a reluctant hero who's on the run. Uh, but he still helps everybody who needs help. Uh, he was in the military for a little while. Uh, but by the way of treachery, he was led into a trap uh, that pretty much vanquished his his unit that he was with. Treachery always does that for you. It always so up the ba- unit. So basically, he's like low-key A-team, uh, kind of, sort of, and has to clear his name. Okay. But, but in the meantime, does good things. Sometimes good things. Sometimes. Good sometimes. No, he does good things. When he's not kicking uh, uh, the mayor's sister's friend. <laughs> Drop kicking, just drop kicking right, right in the middle uh, of a that big was huge thing. It was great, it was, wasn't it? Uh, you're, you're welcome, by the way. Uh, um, so, while you tell us about some of Tristan's cool stuff, so Tristan carries a longbow uh, because he's a ranger and he does like like to do ranger things. Uh, it's called Heart Piercer. It basically, when it gets a crit, does extra bleed damage. Uh, he does carry around a long sword and a short sword. Uh, the long sword is called Justice. Uh, it basically, uh, after a cer- above a certain hit point, it gives extra radiant damage. And then he carries a short sword called Vengeance. Uh, Vengeance, when Tristan is the last person standing, does extra damage because he is the last person standing. Now, here's my question for you. What's up? With the way that you normally play games... How the hell are you the one going to be the last one? Listen, standing? I it, it it did more damage than what I had before. So, <laughs> guess the weapon spoke to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, is the which, weapon which, talking to you? This is a completely different game. <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> I mean, we it's could, a mimic. We could. We could it's a mimic. Yeah. We could Arcana sacrifice Arcana. ourselves in the next battle so we can uh, fight it by himself with that damage. See, I'll do it. Find out. See what happens. Um. Yeah, so that's that's the gear he's rocking right now. Uh, he also has a, a, a familiar. Yes, apparently. yes, he does. Um, he has a cat that comes that that is his familiar. Uh, her name. Tell us about your pussy. Is <laughs> her name is Kevin? 
Long story to it, but I won't bore you guys with that. Anyway, uh, so Kevin actually Long TLDR goes, is it's his cat's name. It's his cat. His cat's name is Kevin. Uh, it's we, a girl and is a girl is also a girl. Borderlands. That's all you need to know. All right. Um. So uh, the Kevin also has a skibbity pap, not quite as spicy as as Cinder's. Uh, it also has a a, a bite and a pounce. Uh, but the nice thing about Kevin is, is she is also a shapeshifter, so that she goes from battle cat size to little bobcat size, so she can tag along pretty much anywhere Tristan goes. Yep. Which is to his detriment at the moment. Everybody needs because <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, okay, yeah. Everybody needs a pocket pussy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, good times. Good times. Uh, anything else you want any uh, the listeners to know about Tristan before we slide on over to Lockett? Um, oh, he's also uh, chaotic good, so he's always looking looking to do the right thing, but you know, likes to think outside the box. Doesn't mind doing it the wrong way, I suppose. Okay. And justify the means, right? Cool. Um, so then we move to my good friend Javier. Uh, and his character, Lockett. Uh, my character's name is Lockett. Okay. Can you can you, you tell us a little bit more about Lockett? Um, he's an elf. Half-elf. I'm sorry. So he's a half-elf. He's 6'8". He's bald. Beautiful. Does he know he's has an a, elf? Ha, oh, no. He, uh, his uh, pointy ears and his elfish dick kind of gives it away. Ah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, the is the dick as pointy as the ears? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, goes in two di- go, actually- goes in two different directions. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, Whoa. So That's my magic. character. So uh, so building the character, I didn't want to deal with the backstory. You could have stopped that sentence way earlier. <laughs> I, just, I didn't want to building the character. That's really all you had to say. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wanted to go the lazy route, thinking that this was going to be a very short game. As uh, I was kind of led to not. believe, it's a short game. It's fine. Uh, I mean, it could be short. So, D&D I, so I wanted to D&D throw players. something quick together for my first short experience. So I was like, you know what? Just, just, let's just say he you know, lost all his memories. Lock is not even his name. Uh, so why do they call him? That? That's what we're. <laughs> Does so, he, in fact, wear a locket? He does wear a locket. That is really? why. Yes. So the family that found him. So what had happened was, <laughs> what had happened was, he was left for dead by someone. Who knows? I I'll know. leave it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? So. Why don't you tell him? The family no. that found him. Just found a locket on him, so uh, they they just decided to call him Locket as a result. So the mystery behind his memories or his name, his his past life, revolves around this locket that he wears. What class are you? Uh, I am also a rogue, which uh, is hilarious because he's six foot eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Listen, again, lazy. Uh, I, I was. I mean, playing, at least I was at playing least for me. You know I mean, I'm. I'm kind of. I mean, like, I'm still big. You mean two two ten? But right. You know what I mean? I'm only six two. For the record, I'm like an everyman, so I kind of right. tend to blend in, just so the audience has a reference. Attempt to blend in. Attempt. Is um, that is that what the soft voice is? For? Always. So a rogue. Um. So very very similar skills as uh, Wes's character, but um, my weapons. 
uh, of choice is the Shortbow, which uh, right now is the Molten Fury, which does fire damage. I like I like the name. Uh, I also Dude, Molten Fury is a fantastic name for a weapon. Dual wield a sword, a uh, Contagion, which does poison, and the dagger, the Valkyrie, which has a chance to freeze enemies. We came close to doing the last. Came time. very close to doing. Very close. So he died. Um, so yeah, that's that's my guy. Uh, you want to talk about Leo? Uh, yeah, I have a dog, the goodest boy. That's that's my yeah, that's my mouse. A it's a giant uh, mastiff, brindle color. Uh, Leo, or what was his uh, Leonidas? Name? Leonidas. Um, so little TLDR. Uh, named after my goodest boy who passed a couple of years back and the dungeon master, Mike, just, you know, wanted to, wanted to like bring me in into tears a little bit by bringing him that, back I, to life. I will that admit, was a that powerful was a little, session though. Look, it, it brought, really it almost brought me to tears telling so, you about it. So, uh, it was yeah, tough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's based off of, uh, the goodest boy. Uh, and uh, make sure he stays alive. Yeah, I said this in the in the rules episode, but I'll say it again here in case somebody decides to start listening here. Um, you know, I decided that I wanted these guys to have their pets and have them forever if I could, um, and that's kind of the reason. And my uh, dumbass decided to pick a different name for my fucking oh. my battle cat. <laughs> I named his dog. He had no he had no idea that was coming. Yeah, that is true. You went, I, I was going to name it Chester, whether you wanted it or not. And then you went with Cinder. Which just works. And then Dan took I too just, long, and I, I was just like, default. it's Kevin now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good session. Uh, okay. Um, so, a couple things uh, that you may have forgotten. Um, the locket that you wear is made of a very specific metal. Um, and this is also around Leo's, uh, neck. He has one as well. Uh, he's chewed on it because dogs, uh, yeah. Cause it's that property of, and then the, uh, name right. is scratched off. Yeah. yeah. You could see Leo, you could see Leo, but you couldn't see anything else. Uh, cause it just been mangled. Um, and also you had, um, a flashback when you first touched his, his pendant around his neck. Um, and you remembered your wife who has a dump truck. Uh, but you don't remember what she looks like. You've only seen her from behind, which... Yeah! That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's what we have there. Um, anything else you wanted any the people to know about Lockett? Oh, thank you. Okay. I uh, <laughs> kind of figured that was coming. Uh, I am also playing a character, a Wildclaw Grimhawk. He is an Aarakocra. Um, we had a fourth player, um, but he had to dip out. So I basically am filling a fourth seat for these guys um, for a little bit or forever. Uh, I don't know. We haven't figured that part out yet. Um, but uh, he is a paladin. He's a couple levels ahead of them. Um, just to give him some healing and some additional stuff. Yeah, we certainly didn't think about that. Yeah, it's okay. You guys didn't coordinate. We did not think about the fact that we should probably have a healer. Yeah, well. Or at least know some sort well, you, of healing skill. You did. You did in Amrath, but, you know, you don't have him anymore. So, it, it's, you know, it's fine. Um, we, also, our new, we, we, Ranger, our new we, we did need a tank. Ranger does get um, some healing there, there spells is, there is later on. That out there. 
Um, but yeah, so he he flies and has a battle axe and uh, can heal and smite and all that kind of stuff. So it's fun. It's uh, pretty badass so far. He doesn't have anything extra right now at the moment, but um, we'll get something there, I'm assuming. Um, and then outside of that, I mean, we can start to talk about the things that you guys have done so far. Um, so in our opening session, uh, the one that Javier thought was going to be short, I would say it was a play test to get you guys going. You guys took up the mantle of the Wiven H squad, um, where you were in a desert in Osagarth, um, and uh, you were doing a mission for the Adventurers Guild. Um, you fought some demon dogs, and um, then your guide, uh, Soren, turned on you, transformed into his true form, and then ruthlessly slaughtered you. So, as Soren, I got to ruthlessly rip these guys apart, and that was fun for me. Because um, you don't we get didn't stand a goddamn chance. No. I, mean, look, I mean, look, we didn't know. No, and yeah, we had no idea what the mechanics were. We had no idea. We still don't know what the mechanics are. <laughs> True, honestly, um, no, not at all. But but yeah, no, that was like we're like well, I was like, what the hell. So the reason that we did that is because it's, Mike wanted to fuck our heads up. That that too. Uh, it's it's your first time playing, so Great I wanted you to confidence. get. I wanted you to get used to how combat worked, how death saves work, um, et cetera, et cetera, and introduce you to the main villain a little bit. Big bad for now. Um, so. The, I mean, we were also low level as fuck. You so, were, I mean, you were, and he was. I mean, not. yeah. Oh, and when you see him again, I, he will not. Be. I mean, and that's the thing. So, like, so when we saw him, like, I think I hit a crit on him, and then I'm like, and it was for like, like ten or twelve damage. Yeah. And you were, and and you kept on telling us like how things were going, and you were like, he doesn't even wink at this, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Right, right. He was very strong. Okay, not fair. Uh, and then we hopped into the prologue where I. Welcome the guys to Agrandia, which is the name of the, the world that we're in. Um, the Agrandia is just recently recovering from a global conflict. Um, and uh, Nomanus Dornan is now the emperor of uh, all of Agrandia. There are five nations, um, all individual continents. Uh, one is Ippolos, where we've spent most of our time so far. Uh, we have Aphoros, uh, which is mostly a seafaring nation. Um, we have Hahuthus, uh, which is a nomadic warrior nation. We have Atashian, uh, which is a land of magicians. And we have Asagarth, which is where the guy started, um, but then got brutally, viciously murdered, which is where uh, Zozer would be from. Um, all if the, I knew about it. All those, all those nations went to war. Um, and then, um, then Governor uh, Dornan... Um, got everyone to fall in line basically either by diplomatic diplomatic means or forceful ones. Um, so they all still work relatively independently, but they fly the same banner. Um, it's policed the same, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Emperor Dornan has an army called the Valiant, um, and we've spent most of our time in a city called Brinstone. Brinstone is like a mid-sized city on a river, um, it's home to the tavern that these guys started in called the Thanked Beaver. Um, it's a diverse town. It's kind of like an economic hub, so they see a little bit of everything. So nothing really throws the people who live here off. 
They got um, a little bit of everybody there when it comes down to like the races and right, stuff right. like that. I mean, so that way, like nobody's like scared to see somebody like me. Right. There's, there's like you guys could see a giant, and it would just basically roll off your back after it breaks my back. Hopefully not. As you're trying to dodge his footstep. So in in Brimstone, there are several districts. There's a temple district. There's the city hall area district, the central plaza, which is where most of the shopping and food and the Thanks Beaver actually reside. Uh, There's a military yard where the Valiant have a foothold basically in every city. Um, And then there's the residential district, which is basically split into upper and lower um, class, that is. so, so far, you guys have gone to the Thanked Beaver. You met Master Davenport, who uh, has been... The main homie. Solid yeah. Solid dude. Solid dude. Um, he runs the Thanked Beaver, but under, he runs the Adventurer's Guild um, that you guys have... Underground. ...have joined and gotten some things from, which I'll talk about shortly. Uh, you guys also met Gilda Arrington, uh, who is a barmaid at the Thanked Beaver. She's a lovely individual. A lifelong friend of Mazer. I actually um, have a question about her. Is she human? Uh, as far as you can tell. Oh, wait, her her brother, though, is like a... Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, uh, her brother, Gerald, is a barbarian, who is her twin brother. Um, he, he hangs out at the Beaver sometimes when he's not on the road. Um... And last session, you guys actually got introduced to his husband, Chase. Yes. Um, so so he, do, he doesn't visit the beaver? <laughs> He's not really a beaver guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no uh, no shame in the game. Yeah. Uh, you guys have met Lucian Pebblewood. How do you find love? Uh, Lucian is uh, the mystical shopkeeper at The Hidden. Um, they can access The Hidden. They have a rune where they can access it at any point in the world. Uh, they go to the same shop, and this is where all the mystical items are. So this is where a lot of the items that I've created for the guys have been purchased. Yep. Um, he um, is very in- integral to the the Adventurers Guild. Um, he really looks out for everybody. They did a few missions. Uh, first, they cleared out some rats in the basement uh, where... That was a good starting point. Zozer went downstairs and also repaired... The uh, the no 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 it was it was the hoses, oh the beer the hoses yeah. so the the beer flows Me. better up to uh, up to the tavern. Um, then you guys went and did uh, spiders in a cave. Uh, yeah, and that's where you rescued Timmy, Jimmy, Timmy and Jimmy, <laughs> and Amara, who are related to Quentin Bandarian, uh, who is the blacksmith. Q is honestly one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, so and I will always call him Q. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, you guys rescued Quentin, and then after that, you uh, you came back to the bar. Um, you didn't rescue Quentin. You rescued Amara, Timmy, and Jimmy, and somebody else. You did. You did rescue somebody else. Do you remember who that was? It was the Milsa? Bears. You yes. rescued Milsa. Milsa Camberline, who is the sister the mayor. to the mayor. I was yep. going to um, So you guys. Sister to the friend that you kicked in the chest. <laughs> you guys come back, and um, the bar has been attacked by bandits, members of the recalcitrant, 
the name none of you can apparently say, which is hilarious to me. Um, I don't want to say it. You just call it Team Rocket. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, and you guys arrived just in time to see Monster get stabbed in the back and went down, and he had to do some death saves. Uh, was not great, uh, and then he, he eventually got it together. Um, so you guys then went on a hunt, and you ran down these members of the recalcitrant. Um, you cut these some bitches down, and it was amazing. And one of them, as he was dying, recognized Dan. Uh, interesting enough, uh, and then he died. Um, so then, so matter of fact, yeah, he was he was really brutally murdered. Um, I think I'm the one that killed him too. If I'm, I don't remember. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you had to. And then at that point, you guys decided to formally join the Adventurers Guild. Um, you guys couldn't figure out a door puzzle, which was hilarious to me. <laughs> uh, you couldn't do Appar- basic math. Apparently, doors is a thing for D anD. D. I mean, <laughs> difficult. It wasn't difficult. I mean, you were overthinking it. I was trying to give you a simple puzzle. We spent yeah, twenty minutes on it. You didn't tell us that it was a simple puzzle. <laughs> see, do you think he's actually going to tell us it's a simple puzzle? I tried to help you. No, that was the second door we came across. Oh yeah, the nine was nine, like nine, 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 nine times for the first door. Nine and times, and then do it on the second door as well. Like you had the answer. Anyway, anyway, nine this is just times. this is just for me. Uh, and then uh, we got into Act One proper, uh, where you guys met some more characters. You met Aaron Sparrowhawk, um, who gives some bounties for you guys. Um, hmm. Okay. Cool. Um. And then you did some exploring. Um, you went to chase down some bandits as proper members of the Adventurers Guild. Um, you guys got caught in some ruins, and you had to figure out a chess puzzle and then a staircase puzzle, which was great. Um, there you got cursed, uh, thanks to Lockett's horniness. Uh, thanks, Lockett. By, by um, a god who is using your chaos energy. Uh, I will say no more about that. But every time they roll one, instead of me making something up, I have a table, uh, and I go to that. Um, then, um, So she actually, and this is where uh, Lockett found Leo, uh, who ripped apart a couple of bandits. Yeah, yes. He just took his head clean yes. off, which is amazing. Um, and then you guys get back to town. Uh, Wes takes Zozer to the stable and finds this lady has found uh cinder and transformed into a, gi- a giant cat. Uh, and then yeah, that was an unexpected day. Yeah. And then shortly after, uh, Tristan goes out into the, the forest, finds Kevin and, uh, they become, uh, um, the bestest of friends familiar. Uh, at that time we also had MRF who, who, get- Emrath who gained Octane uh, who is a um, magically soul bound uh, giant dog who is still in the campaign um, currently right Um, so you guys meet you guys met Gerald um, and then you did some things where you had to pass some time um, a lot of time uh, you you met you met Red Rook. Yes, who, I, I was able to meet Red Rook, which who was... is part of a um, a team called the Findouts, 
Uh, Gerald is on that. I was about to say, isn't that yeah, it's Gerald's team, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then from there, you guys did some did some rescue stuff. Uh, you did some stuff for the mayor. You guys did a reverse heist uh, where you were tasked with stopping a heist. Um, oh, yeah. You guys ran down oh, that's uh, what we were Taylor the Taylor. Uh, you fought him. Uh, he got locked up. Um, you guys you guys helped a priest of Lulan named Four Flame uh, in the Temple District. Um, and... Um, you've done some exploration in the forest where you fought some bugbears. Um, you guys dealt with a corrupt judge who was um, basically in league with a demon who escaped. Um, so, yeah, you might see him again. There's other guys that have escaped. You, you not escaped, but you let go. You've chopped off hands and sent people. It Really, it's about the war crimes the party commits along the way. That's... That's really what it's you all about. call it a war crime. I call it Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you passed just enough that. time uh, for one of Zozer's contacts to give him some information about some scouts hitting the city. So you guys fought some scouts. A couple got away, killed most of them. Um, and then you go back to Mazer. Um, this is after you got paired up with Wildclaw. Um, he flew back ahead. You guys went back to Mazer. You met Jacques Lequette, who was a were shark, uh, who took you out. out. <laughs> I'm never going to be. I'm. I'm never going to be upset at a were shark. I'm not. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Unless we're fighting one, maybe. No. Uh, even then, I'm still going to love it while I'm fighting it. He's a hammerhead uh, were shark. For those who are interested, uh, he. Took you guys out. You guys did some skill checks to attempt to catch up. It was rough going. Uh, none of y'all are good at athletics. Um, no, <laughs> no. I'm at a minus one on athletics. Just so we, just so we're clear. So the reason you guys are hunting these pirates is because there's a blockade keeping a lot of the trade from flowing. You guys can't really access a lot from the stores. Um, yeah, I want some new gear. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you guys have taken down, you guys met the Tortles, the Ninja Tortles, who you are currently, everybody's controlling one of. Um, you guys went out, you took down two ships worth of guys. Uh, you're currently on the third ship. You killed everybody on the top layer. And then Wildclaw and Tristan noticed something is horribly, horribly wrong. Tristan has developed a sort of spidey sense. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that that's a skill that comes to Rangers at level four, I believe it is um, three. Okay, um, and you can expend the spell, spell slot to detect certain creatures, and uh, that's what he did. So we are currently, so we ended last session um, with everybody being stopped by. Wildclaw saying something's really, really wrong here. Um, and so we are going to go ahead and move forward now um, with the show. And there you have it. The team is getting ready to take on something dangerous. What could it be? Will they even survive? I guess you'll have to check out episode one dropping next Thursday. 
And if it's after next Thursday when you hear this, just hit the next episode right away. Just know that you can always send us feedback to teamclockpod, T-A-M-C-L-O-K-P-O-D at gmail.com and interact with us on Twitter. I'm refusing to call it by its new government name, at teamclockpod. We also have a Discord. Just hit us up for an invite. If you like this episode and others later on and want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash teamclockpod and check out the two tiers we have available for you. That's it for me for this episode. DM Mike out. This was a show from... Productions Only Productions.